Welcome to another episode of The Impolite Psychologist. So Thanksgiving is right around the corner, and Thanksgiving being so close got me to thinking about this word grateful. And grateful is a word that does come up in therapy quite a bit in the weirdest ways. So have you ever complained about your problems to say a friend or a family member and that person's response to you was you should be grateful for what you have. Now I think all of us have heard this at one time or another from somebody in our lives where we talked about something that was bothering us and the other person was sort of irritated and told us that we shouldn't be complaining and we should just be grateful for whatever. So this does come up like that in therapy a lot. And one of the things that happens I see is that I have people who quite frankly have had shitty childhoods for one reason or another or for many reasons. And what happens is holidays such as Thanksgiving are kind of tricky internally for people like this. The idea is that you are supposed to be grateful and the holiday sort of indicates that you should be grateful for the people around you, particularly your family. But the problem is that for people who have had some kind of difficult childhood, they've been abused in some way, emotionally, sexually, physically, or neglected, that when it comes time to be thankful for family, it becomes very difficult. And it's even worse when that family is still in your life. And so you're supposed to be grateful for these people and you've had a lifetime of being abused or neglected by these people and it continues to go on. In fact, it goes on even during Thanksgiving dinner. And so this all becomes kind of tricky. There's an idea that people have in general, and that is that you cannot complain about anything in your life and be grateful at the same time. And I'm here to tell you that that is simply not true. You can be upset and have problems in your life, but in fact still be grateful for a lot of things that you have in your life. And so Eckhart Tolle has a really good quote in terms of this. Acknowledging the good that is already in your life is the foundation for all abundance. And I think that that becomes true for people trying to survive the bad stuff too. That if you have survived some kind of horrible childhood in which you were mistreated by your caregivers, 
It is okay to acknowledge that that is what happened and you weren't treated well. And also simultaneously be grateful that you survived and that you have an opportunity to live a healthy and happy life despite that. And so, yes, you can acknowledge and complain about your problems and still be grateful for your life now or for your future. And so it keeps sort of playing out. This concept of grateful keeps playing out over and over in therapy because people will come in with various issues and they'll say something like, if I come to therapy for my problems and other people have it worse, then that means I'm not grateful for the life that I have. And that's simply not true. You are dealing with whatever you're dealing with in your life. And the hardest thing that you have ever dealt with may not be the hardest thing that somebody else has dealt with, but it's still the hardest thing that you have ever dealt with. And so you can acknowledge that other people may have different problems or worse problems than you. And you can still feel the difficulty in your problems and still feel bad about it and still feel grateful for the life that you do have. And so there's a lot of this comparison stuff that goes on between people in therapy. And it's this weird situation where someone will come in to see me and they'll be saying, oh, I feel so silly complaining about this. I know you deal with trauma. I know that you see situations that are so much worse than mine. This is so silly. I should just be grateful for what I have. And honestly, the answer to that is I don't sit around comparing who has the worst problems or who suffers the most. It's not a competition. And nobody has to feel bad about the level of their problems. You don't have to feel bad if you had something good happen to you in childhood. And you don't have to feel bad if you had decent parents and you just suffered in some other way. And a lot of times I will see people come in and they will tell me that they have some kind of issue and it's a really difficult struggle and they will tell me that other people have said to them well you have all these other things going well in your life you should be grateful how could you possibly need therapy you have all these wonderful things and it's just not fair because people wouldn't come to therapy if they weren't struggling and they weren't challenged in some way and just because they have a different problem than you do doesn't mean they have less of a problem than you do and vice versa 
So grateful also comes up like this. People will come to therapy and they will tell me that someone in their life has told them that as long as they are grateful and they count their blessings, then their problems will get tremendously better. And I simply don't think so, especially with some of the stuff that I talk to people about every day. Being grateful is helpful, but it is not the answer to problems. It does not make problems go away. And what ends up typically happening is that when someone has problems or challenges in their life and they try to do this thing of counting blessings and being grateful and they still feel bogged down by their problems, the next place they go to is feeling guilty. Feeling guilty that they think their problems are problems or feeling guilty because their problems are not big enough and they are not being grateful enough in some way. And like I said, being grateful doesn't erase the challenges and issues in your life. And you don't have to feel guilty about that. You can be both grateful and challenged at the same time. Both of these things can exist at the same time. And then we start getting into the stuff with the actual holiday of Thanksgiving. And what ends up happening is people begin to gather with family and friends and extended family. And when you throw a bunch of people in a room together for hours and hours, a lot of people get triggered by something that somebody says or something that somebody does. And there you are smack dab in the middle of your childhood trauma because of some kind of trigger that set you off when you were gathered with the group. And so a lot of people come into therapy this time of year just sort of preparing for these family reunions. They haven't seen their parents in the last five years and, and they're going to get on an airplane and go see their parents for the first time since they came to therapy, which is a whole other thing. And so I spend time with people right now. Right now, I am preparing people to go and experience Thanksgiving with people that have caused trauma in their lives, essentially. And so what I don't want you to get into the habit of is believing that if you get triggered around family members, that that's not okay, that somehow there is something wrong with you because you suddenly find yourself upset or you suddenly find yourself feeling like you're five years old again or feeling like you responded to somebody in a really immature way that seems childlike and you get upset with yourself for doing that. 
But that's trauma. That's how trauma works. That when you do get triggered by something that somebody says or something that somebody does, and you feel like a child all over again, it's because your brain is actually going back to the age you were at the time of the trauma. And when your brain goes back there, you're going to show up with the coping skills of that age group. And if you were very young at the time of the trauma, you will not respond as an adult. You will get triggered. You might run away. You might hide. You might throw a tantrum. You might cry. That's what being triggered looks like. But just because you are triggered does not mean that you are the person with the problem who should control themselves. I mean, you can try the best you can to behave in front of other people. But if you get upset, it doesn't mean that you got upset because you're not grateful enough to have family and friends in your life. Don't make the mistake of thinking that being triggered means somehow you're not grateful for the people in your life or the fact that you have the ability to go to a Thanksgiving gathering. I hear a lot of people feeling guilty around this particular holiday because they have a place to go. They have people that they can gather with. And being upset about those people causes a tremendous amount of guilt. Don't feel guilty. You can be grateful that you have a family to go to and still be upset around that family and challenged by that family. And the other trap that people fall into around Thanksgiving is the idea that you have to put up with someone else's bad behavior, that other people's bad behavior is allowed because for you to have an issue with other people's bad behavior means that you're not grateful for the gathering. And I have to say that you can probably expect bad behavior from other people during this holiday particularly when we know that alcohol is flowing at family gatherings. And we also know that people are dealing with their childhood trauma by meeting up with various family members again. And it could be as simple as a brother or a sister who beat you up or treated you badly as a kid and there they are as an adult and you feel like you're being bullied all over again. That even does happen to people who have perfectly nice parents who loved them and cared for them growing up. And so I don't think that anybody gets away from this holiday without feeling some kind of emotional response. Maybe it's not a huge triggered response, but I can guarantee that most people have some type of feelings around this holiday. And there are people, and maybe you're one of those people, who doesn't really have a family to go to. 
maybe everybody's passed away, or maybe you are separated physically and can't go, or maybe you are estranged from your family. And so it becomes a really lonely time. And even the people who are experiencing a lonely Thanksgiving feel guilty if, for the most part, the rest of their life is going pretty well. A lot of times there's a feeling like, I should be grateful because I have a good job or I have friends or, you know, I'm healthy or whatever it is that people feel like they should be grateful and they shouldn't feel lonely around this holiday when other people are gathering. But like I said, you can feel those things. You can feel lonely and sad and also grateful for the life that you have now. And food is important. When we're talking about a holiday that is celebrating food. Of course, we see all kinds of problems between family members because one person's vegetarian, one person's gluten-free, one person's dairy-free, whatever the case may be, and people are arguing about this. And that can easily become an issue too. But I think the idea of comfort food is something that's wonderful about this holiday, that the food is the nurturer. The food brings you back to the good memories that you have. Even if you have a lot of bad memories around holidays, sometimes the food is the one thing that went right for you. And I have seen food be the healer for a lot of people. I have seen the sharing of food as being a very nurturing experience for people who maybe can't otherwise speak about how grateful they are for somebody in their life. And so they show them with food. There's a great quote from a food writer named Lindsay Bearham. And it goes, good mashed potato is one of the great luxuries of life. And so with this thought, I will wish you a happy Thanksgiving. I know that you can count some blessings in your life, even if you have some issues that you're dealing with. And sometimes it's those blessings, the things that you are grateful for, that can help you through the hard stuff during the holidays. And it's okay to have the hard stuff in your life because you are simultaneously grateful for the good things that are happening in your life. Be well. Thank you for listening. And have a happy and wonderful Thanksgiving.